A special thanks goes out to the folks at Anchor.fm for bringing you this podcast. Coming to you almost live from our studios in New York, this is Tom Reads Your Story. Stay tuned for readings from social media and other spoken word projects. Join me right now. I'm your host, voice actor and podcaster, Tom Zania. Hello, everyone. I'm Tom Zania. Thanks for stopping by. I'm glad you're here. We'll have your words from social media and much more right after these important announcements. In early September comes a story of horror and haunting regret. A group of homeless men fishing for a little fun and folly latch on to something that might be a mermaid. Remember, regret lives on and lingers long after the last teardrop has fallen. Harry's Mermaid is written by the poetic master of modern-day horror, Steve Vernon, and narrated by Tom Zanian. Rust Belt, USA, where steel is dead, hope is scarce, and hardship is a way of life. Miles Junction is but one of many northeastern Ohio towns, long forgotten and left behind, its residents living on the cusp of financial, emotional, even spiritual destitution. Taking place during the last few decades of the 20th century, in just the right light, written by William R. Solden and narrated by Tom Zania, is a glimpse at one region's bleak inheritance and the precarious lives of those who remain to rummage through the fallout of its past. There's a doorway on Mars that has mankind's greatest minds perplexed. Deep beneath Mars, an ancient secret is revealed, and a team of explorers led by Forrest Judge, Deputy Commander. The doorway closes, and the team is trapped. Six mission specialists each with unique skills, each with different reasons for wanting to break free of the primordial trap. In Dinosaur Red, written by Edward J. McFadden III and narrated by Tom Zania, Judge is forced to choose between escape and changing the course of humanity. What will he do? All three of these great books are narrated by Tom Zania and are available now at audible.com. Do you need a good professional sound for your podcast? I'm Tom Zania, voice actor and podcast host of Tom Reads Your Story. I can give you the sound you're looking for for your podcast intros and advertisements at the price and turnaround you need. So don't hesitate and send me a message at TomReadYourStory at Yahoo.com. And we are back. Welcome back, everyone, to Tom Reads Your Story. If you're new here, you're in for some good times, for some learning, for some entertainment. If you're someone who's been listening for a while, well, need I say more? 
Yes, I do. Um, thank you for being a regular listener. If you're, if you've come back many times in the past, um, we appreciate your listening to us every week or every two weeks or whatever. And, uh, just thanks. So, everything in life, it just seems like to me, has become angst. It's become like, oh God, I'm so sick of Donald Trump being reinstated. I'm so sick of all that talk. I'm so sick of all the talk about these people who won't get vaccinated. I'm so sick of all this talk about how social media has got too much power now and and all these things. And it's we've kind of developed sort of a dread in life, I think, in the past uh, several years. I'm not going to say how many, but it just seems like we're constantly reminded of the same things every day that are just screwing our lives up. Um, a lot of people are still not working. And well, what else? We, um, we just pulled out of a Middle Eastern country that kind of went back to the old ways. And it just seems like wherever, you know, whenever we go and invade some country to teach them to be like us, it just doesn't work out. It just doesn't happen because you can't really do that can you no you can't and I think we've learned that the hard way so anyway there is that and there is this and that and the other things and so I've picked out a few <laughs> of these things not to be depressing but just uh, we uh, we have something here from Oh, let's see. Get in line. Oh, that problem we have at the airport when they cancel our flight and we have to get in line and hope for the best that we can get another flight without waiting forever to get to where we want to go. And that's called get in line. That is uh, a short humorous piece this is about being vaccinated called I am vaccinated and um, obviously it's about being vaccinated or not and we have something from Sasha Baron Cohen now I I really admire Sasha Baron Cohen I think he's a wonderful actor and I guess you could call him a comedian. He does a lot of funny stuff. The, uh, the Borat thing is coming back. And uh, he it tends to be outspoken. And this is one of those times. Uh, talking, he is talking here about um, social media as propaganda. And how we sort of put up with it, because we want we we want to have 
Facebook and Twitter because it's it's what we veg out on. You know, we used to veg out on television. And I don't think that's true anymore. I think we veg out on social media now. I could be wrong, but that's that's my opinion and I think the opinion of a lot of people. And that is basically it. Um I'm going to end the show today with something very special and I I think you're really going to like this. But let's start things out with get in line. Get in line by Michael. She's a keeper. This happened at a New York airport. This airline gate agent deserves an award for how she handled a passenger who probably deserved to fly as cargo. A crowded flight was canceled. A single agent was rebooking a long line of inconvenienced travelers. Suddenly, an angry passenger pushed his way to the desk. He slapped his ticket on the counter and said, "I have to be on this flight." and it has to be first class. The agent replied, "I'm sorry, sir. I'll be happy to try to help you, but I've got to help these folks first who were in front of you. And then I'm sure we'll be able to work something out." The passenger was unimpressed. He asked loudly so that the passengers behind him could hear, "Do you have any idea who I am?" Without hesitating, The agent smiled and grabbed her public address microphone. "May I have your attention, please?" she began. Her voice heard clearly throughout the terminal. "We have a passenger here at gate 14 who does not know who he is. If anyone can help him with his identity, please come to gate 14." With the folks behind him in line laughing hysterically, the man glared at the airline's agent, gritted his teeth and said, "Fuck you." without flinching she smiled and said i'm sorry sir you'll have to get in line for that too life isn't about how to survive the storm but how to dance in the rain i'm vaccinated by karen Thanks to those who copied and passed this along before me. I'm vaccinated and no, I don't know what's in it. Neither this vaccine, the ones I had as a child, nor in a Big Mac or in hot dogs or in other treatments, whether it's for cancer, AIDS, the one for polyarthritis or vaccines for infants or children. I trust my doctor when they say it's needed. I also don't know what's in ibuprofen, Tylenol, or other meds. It just cures my headaches and my pains. I don't know what's in the ink for tattoos, vaping, or every ingredient in my soap or shampoo, or even deodorants. I don't know the long-term effect of cell phone use or whether or not that restaurant I just ate at really used clean foods and washed their hands. In short, There's a lot of things I don't know and never will. I just know one thing. Life is short. 
very short, and I still want to do something other than just going to work every day or staying locked in my home. I still want to travel and hug people without fear and find a little feeling of life before. As a child and as an adult, I've been vaccinated for mumps, measles, rubella, polio, chickenpox, and quite a few others. My parents and I trusted the science and never had to suffer through or transmit any of said diseases. I'm vaccinated, not to please the government, but to not die from COVID-19, to not clutter a hospital bed if I get sick, to hug my loved ones, to not have to do PCR or antigenic tests, to go out dancing, go to a restaurant, go on holidays, and many more things to come, to live my life, to have my kids, grandkids, go back to school and play sports. For COVID-19 to be an old memory. To protect us. Propaganda Machine By Sasha Baron Cohen From The Independent The greatest propaganda machine in history. Let's think about it. Facebook, YouTube, and Google, Twitter, and others. They reach billions of people. The algorithms these platforms depend on deliberately amplify the type of content that keeps users engaged. It's why fake news outperforms real news, because studies show that lies spread faster than truth. Today, around the world, demagogues appeal to our worst instincts. Conspiracy theories once confined to the fringe are going mainstream. It's as if the age of reason, the era of evidential argument, is ending. And now knowledge is increasingly delegitimized and scientific consensus is dismissed. Hate crimes are surging as are murderous attacks on religious and ethnic minorities. Now what do all these dangerous trends have in common? I'm just a comedian and an actor, I'm not a scholar, but one thing is pretty clear to me. All this hate and violence is being facilitated by a handful of internet companies that amount to the greatest propaganda machine in history. On the internet, everything can appear equally legitimate. Breitbart resembles the BBC. The fictitious protocols of the elders of Zion look as valid as an ADL report. And the rantings of a lunatic seem as credible as the findings of a Nobel Prize winner. Voltaire was right when he said, those who can make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities. And social media lets authoritarians push absurdities to billions of people. I believe that it's time for a fundamental rethink of social media and how it spreads hate, conspiracies, and lies. Now, last month, however, Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook delivered a major speech that, not surprisingly, warned against new laws and regulations on companies like his. Well, some of these arguments are simply, pardon my French, bullshit. Now, if a neo-Nazi comes goose-stepping into a restaurant and starts threatening other customers and saying he wants to kill Jews, would the owner of the restaurant, a private business, be required to serve him an elegant eight-course meal? Of course not. 
The restaurant owner has every legal right, and indeed I would argue a moral obligation, to kick that Nazi out. And so do these internet companies. In, in every other industry, a company can be held liable when their product is defective. When engines explode or seatbelts malfunction, car companies recall tens of thousands of vehicles at a cost of billions of dollars. It only seems fair to say to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, your product is defective. You are obliged to fix it, no matter how much it costs, and no matter how many moderators you need to employ. And that pretty much does it for today. I think after hearing those... Um, I don't want to say they're negative, but they're, they kind of reflect some of the dread that we've been experiencing in the past several years anyway. And that brings us to the end of yet another episode of Tom Reads Your Story. Portions were pre-recorded. If you enjoyed your visit today, please tell your friends. Thanks, Anchor.fm, for the opportunity. Let's close tonight with something a little different. Let's, uh, let's sum things up today with a great song by Paul Simon. This is not Paul Simon singing. This is the Camden Choir. Now, I don't know that this is a school choir. I don't think it is. But anyway, they do this terrific arrangement, and I think you'll really like it. Until next time, stay safe, everyone. Bye now.
This is Tom Zania. For more information on my availability for your e-learning, commercial, or audiobook project, visit my website at www.tomzvoices.weebly.com. We hope you visit us again real soon for another episode of Tom Reads Your Story.